details at 507-895-2349. Ready Bus. Imagine the places you can go. WKTY weather for western Wisconsin and southeastern Minnesota. And we are looking at a, about a 30% chance of showers and thunderstorms, depending on where you're at here this morning. Uh, eventually, we'll see partly sunny skies and a high topping out at around 82 degrees. For tonight, partly cloudy skies with an overnight low near 63. A northeast wind at around 5 miles an hour, becoming calm during the evening. On Sunday, mostly sunny skies and a high near 82 with a light east wind. Sunday night, partly cloudy skies, overnight low near 63. For Monday, a slight chance of showers and thunderstorms in the afternoon, mostly sunny skies with a high of 84. Monday night, a slight chance again of showers and thunderstorms during the overnight hours, partly cloudy skies with a low of 66. Tuesday, I'm going to bump up the chance of some rain and maybe some thunderstorms up to about a 50-50 chance, mostly cloudy skies with a high of 83. For Wednesday, a 30% chance of showers and thunderstorms, mainly in the morning, a mostly sunny sky later on with a high near 84. For Thursday, sunshine and a high of 80. And then looking ahead to next Friday, another nice day, mostly sunny skies with a high near 84. In La Crosse, it's cloudy, 69 degrees at WKTY. It's coming up on 808. It's time now for WKTY Outdoors. to you. Welcome to WKTY Outdoors. I'm Kevin Millard, your host. Thank you very much for joining me this morning on the program. WKTY Outdoors is brought to you by Tony Ryerson at tryerson.cbrivervalley.com. Get the home or plot of land you've always wanted. And I hope you're having a great weekend. Hope you're having a a good 4th of July. I hope you enjoyed uh, some fun and festivities uh, during the... uh, celebration of the nation hopefully you got a chance to get out and do uh maybe a little uh, outdoor recreating a little fishing maybe uh hike in the woods that sounds pretty nice yeah we've uh knock on wood it's it hasn't been too bad here so unfortunately that you know ah, well unfortunately the uh the water conditions aren't Helping too awful much, anyway. Thought we were on the uh, downward trend, but that appears to uh, not be the case anymore. But well, that's just uh, unfortunate. But yeah, what can you do? So <sighs> it's just one of those days, you know, where. Uh, we're just, uh, I guess, blessed with extra water. <laughs> I guess we just have to work a little bit harder to catch the fish, anyway. Uh, yeah. I, I, yeah, and you know, I mean, and that's not to say that the fishing is bad. No, by any stretch of the imagination, no. It's, uh, it, it's, it's pretty solid. I, you know, it, it, you know, you just have to find them. That's the, you know, I, I think once you can find them, track them down, then I think, uh, and you might have to work a little bit harder to to, to get them and and, um. But I mean, they're out there, you know. That's uh, that's the thing. Um, taking a look at the uh, uh, the hotspot report here this morning, I'm thinking uh, there's a couple places that that I think I I would be checking out uh, this weekend. One would be down, I think, down by some of those backwater areas, uh, down in the Stoddard area, uh, Goose Island, down in in those areas in there. You know, yeah, there's a little bit of current in there. But a lot of little places where you can get back out of the current, and, and you know, there's plenty of good places to uh, uh, to find, like you know, the, the structure and the snags and things like that. So, yeah, if if I had to pick uh, pick one, and, and by the way, the uh, hotspot report here this morning is being brought to you by 
uh, Powerhouse Marine. Great folks over there, and uh, they will take care of all your uh, all your boating needs. Uh, you need to get out on the river. Go go check those guys out. They will uh, be more than happy to help you out. So uh, they are uh, bringing you the hot spot report this morning here on WKTY. But yeah, you know that, those that's the kind of place that I, I think I'm I'm going to be uh, I'm going to be checking out. Um, you know, I, looking for those you know those little bends and the little creeks and backwater areas and and little you know points that are sticking out. Uh, find some of that structure. Uh, you know, get up into the grass and along those some of those weed lines in there. Those are the kind of places that I'm thinking. I, I you know I would be would be looking at. And the other thing too is um you know uh you can get in there with the the boat in a lot of places, but you know I don't want to overlook the fact that you know. You can, Get in there with a canoe or a kayak as well, and get back into some of those areas that uh, that you normally can't get into, just because we, you know. Again, we're you, know, you might as well be at least a little positive with this extra high water anyway, and and you know take advantage of the fact that you know you can get into some of those areas where uh, normally you're not going to be able to get into, and you know in, in some of those places you know, there's the structure is there, and you're going to find the fish, and um, I think that's. Uh, uh, that's the place that I would be uh, that I would be headed to this weekend, um, you know, and uh, you know, I and and I don't think it's going to be you know too, you know, the main channel out here. You know, <laughs> if uh, if you've ever been down here for Riverfest, you know that uh, um, especially like you know July Fourth or whatever, the the boat traffic is just crazy here. So yeah, you know, find. That's going to be the other thing too. Is just find some place where where there isn't going to be a lot of you know a lot of traffic and a lot of um, recreational boaters. I should say you know not folks that want to go out and do fish you know go fishing and and things like that. You know uh, they just want to cruise the river and have fun and that's cool. Um, but yeah, if you want to go out and catch some fish, then yeah, work uh, work some of those areas and and some of those areas you know and. and uh, you know, if you aren't going to work some of those main channel areas too, you might be able to find a few uh, uh, fish hanging out on some of those uh, on the backsides of some of those wing dams as well. So don't uh, certainly don't overlook those if uh, uh, you're on your way out to some of those backwater areas. Maybe just stop and throw a line in there and see how that goes. But um, but yeah, that's going to be the 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 place that I'm going to be. I, I think checking out this weekend and. Um, Certainly, there's you know places I don't have a boat, but uh, certainly places that you can fish easily from shore and uh, still have uh, you know still find a lot of those similar conditions uh, and I think do pretty well. So, and I don't think the uh, uh, and, and and I haven't had a chance. I didn't get a chance to talk to uh, one of the guys I work with who who's got a camper down there and see how the. Uh, bugs are but i haven't seen any major reports anyway of like big mayfly hatches i was kind of half expecting one uh uh here any day now i'm i'm with this warm weather that we that warm little patch that we had here uh i'm surprised we haven't i i know we've had them but you know what i mean i none of the not one of those uh big massive hatches that uh just make a mess of everything but but yeah, you know, those uh, that's going to be the place that I'm going to I'm going to be checking out. Um as far as the uh, as far as the fish go. Um maybe even be, you know, find some uh you know, some walleyes. Uh uh they're kind of done with the spawn now and and you know, they're going to be cruising around in, in maybe some of those shallower areas looking for uh for bait fish and things like that. Um so you might have some luck with that. Uh certainly the smallmouth and largemouth are going to be um in those areas as well, um, they're kind of getting eh, right kind of on the edge of, uh, I would say, uh, on the edge of spawning as well. Um, so are you know, a lot of fish right now. I mean, we're just getting into, and, and we'll get into the conditions here in just a moment, but uh, um, certainly the fish are uh, getting in that, uh, that pre-spawn mode, so they're uh, definitely going to be... Uh, a little more aggressive on your bait anyway. Um, panfish bite, again, you know, uh, doing pretty solid. Uh, nice bluegills, and um, they're going to be in that spawning mode as well. I'm sure you can find them if you can see them. 
the water is uh, yeah a little a little murky, um, but you can uh, probably find them there as well. Um, let's see here, uh, what else have we got? Um, the Northern Bite is doing uh, well. Uh, they're gonna always bite on something. They're gonna you know you'll find them no matter what. Um, I'd maybe check out you know uh, Lake Onalaska for those. Uh, hearing some uh, hearing it. it an okay bite up there as far as, uh, you know, in some of those weed beds and whatnot. They just, man, they just hang in there and, and cruise and um, definitely could find and definitely find them as well uh, in there. Um, but, yeah, it, you know, uh, and as far as crappie and perch go, I haven't really heard much in the uh, in the way of that anyway. Um, so I don't know how, uh, how well I'm, you know, you know, I'm guessing if you can find some bluegills, uh, you'll probably find a few crappies in the neighborhood as well. Um, perch are just, I don't know. <laughs> it's a mystery fish this week, I guess. <laughs> That's probably the easiest way to put it. I, you know, I was like, but hey, you can find some, find some nice perch this time of year. Uh, good luck. That's, uh, that's good eating. So, but yeah. Um, and is, uh, and not surprisingly, the, uh, the catfish bite is doing uh, doing good too. Uh, the uh, catfish are feeding up before the spawn. Um, you know, big shiner or a little small bluegill on heavy tackle. Uh, you'll find them. Uh, Talked to the folks up at Fat Cat this morning here, and you know, catching some decent sized ones out there too. Uh, um, some nice forty pound of flatheads are, are are being brought in, and um, channel cats are doing doing well again both of them are uh um kind of in that uh pre-spawn mode here so they're kind of you know getting stocked up for uh for all that activity so if uh and certainly uh well and if you're gonna go out and do some catfishing anyway you're gonna probably be doing it in the evening anyhow so um don't really have to worry an awful lot about uh about boat traffic anyhow so that's uh that's okay. So, but yeah, yeah, just get out out there and, and like I said, uh, you want a hot spot this weekend? I w- I would be trying down there, uh, Goose Island and that that Stoddard area down in there, the backwater areas, um, south of town of Lacrosse here, and um, fishing is going to be decent. Um, won't be quite so, you know, you know, you're out of the main channel and you, and it's not going to be. You know, a mass of boats, because I'm guessing though it'll, you know, once the uh, clouds kind of lift and it gets nice here, I'm sure it'll be a uh, busy day today on the water and certainly uh, tomorrow as well. Uh, people will be out there enjoying it, and rightfully so. It's going to be, uh, it's going to be pretty nice here. Not, uh, not too bad. Hopefully, the humidity will. Uh, now that the storm front's kind of moving through and finished and everything, hopefully it won't be quite so, uh, won't be quite so humid. That would be uh, that would be nice. And, and speaking of conditions here, let's uh, let's jump into the uh, uh, conditions report here, being brought to you by Roscoe's Live Bait out in Toma, uh, another place. If you're in that neck of the woods out in Monroe County, stop in and, and see Roscoe, and he will uh, certainly be able to tell you what uh, uh, what you should be trying for this weekend, anyway. And check out you know, the lakes and the cranberry bogs and. All those, uh, all those great places out there. So uh, you've got certainly plenty to choose from. Uh, there's no doubt about that. But, uh, yeah, Roscoe's Live Bait bringing you the conditions report here this morning. And looking at the, the water conditions, yeah, you know, it, it, it's kind of prime time for you know, spawning activity and, and pre-spawn activity. Um, water temperatures uh, in the upper 70s right now, uh, 77, 78, 79. Uh, right in that uh, in that neighborhood, so that means yeah, you know, there you're gonna you're gonna see fish on beds and and fish spawning and you know they're gonna be uh, in that uh, in that frame of mind and they're gonna be a little bit more aggressive. So that's uh, that's always a always a good thing. So take advantage of it uh, certainly uh, while you can here. But yeah, you know, Trumpelo seventy seven, Dresback seventy seven. Uh, Genoa 79 down to Lynxville 79. So, uh, seeing, uh, decent, you know, pretty much consistent temperatures, uh, despite the high water anyway. Uh, as far as, unfortunately the, the river conditions here last week, I think, uh, 
Um, last week was talking a little bit. It's like, hey, it's going to be down and dropping for. Yeah, no, that didn't happen. Um, we're sitting right at ten feet right now, so uh, got the no wake thing going on. Uh, it's actually nine point nine nine, but it's supposed to uh, a little later today jump up a tenth of a foot, just above that ten foot stage, and so just to just be aware of that. But yeah, and unfortunately, it doesn't look like it's going to be coming down anytime soon. Here, um, we're going to uh, going to stay in the nine to ten foot range here for the next several days, according to the uh, according to the chart here, but. You know, at least, you know, at least on the plus side anyway, um, it'll be consistent. It's not going to fluctuate, you know, it'll, you know, maybe half a foot or something like that, but it's not going to fluctuate, which, you know, even though the water is high, you know, at least it's not, you know, going up, going down, going, you know, you know, big fluctuations in in, in a big hurry. So it messes everything up. It'll at least, you know, kind of maybe keep the fish in their spots and not move them around an awful lot. So that if there's at least a plus thing or plus side to, you know, higher water, it would be that. So uh, that is the conditions report here this morning by Roscoe's Live, brought to you by Roscoe's Live Bait out in Toma. Uh, stop on out and uh, chat with Don, and they will, uh, he, he'll, he'll get you taken care of. No problem about that. I'm sure, and I'm sure Lake Toma is probably just real busy this weekend. Uh, with the uh, with the holiday and all that, so and rightfully so, very pretty lake and great fishing opportunities out there for uh, a lot of different species. So uh, check that out. It is uh, eight twenty-two. Going to take a break and come back in just a couple of moments with more of WKTY Outdoors here on WKTY ninety-six-seven FM five eighty AM. took such good care of her. He used the utmost caution when taking her out the first time. He made sure to take it slow. As time went on, you got to know each other. Things moved a little faster. And then, it happened. You ran her right into the dock. Scratches and repairs on a boat are no problem at ABC Auto Body and Lacrosse. Autos, boats, classics, they do it all. It's where boat owners go for fiberglass repair, paint, and custom jobs. Your boat will be looking just like it did when you first laid eyes on it. Check them out at abcautobody.com. Hi, I'm Jim from SignPro. And my name is Mark Thorne. I'm the Senior Vice President of Marketing out at Cooley Bank. I'm Jenny Risto. I'm a Marketing Coordinator at Cooley Bank. Part of the challenge that we have is to be able to market effectively with an ever-decreasing budget. Yeah, that's a tough challenge that everyone faces. You don't want to let your smaller budget cheapen your image. We've used SignPro in a number of areas, probably most effectively with our window graphics. We've got these huge windows, so we use them as basically billboards. Window graphics are a great way to make your business advertise itself. By putting up our high interest rate up on the windows, that caught people's attention. You know, people don't think about banking all the time like we do, believe it or not. (laughs) Of course not. They're thinking about signs, right? Jim's fun to work with. He's got a great sense of humor. I don't get it. Was I being funny? Go to a pro. WKTY 96.7 FM, 5.80 AM. Welcome back to WKTY Outdoors. It is 8.25. I'm your host, Kevin Millarn. Thank you very much for joining me on the program this morning. WKTY Outdoors is brought to you by Tony Ryerson at tryerson.cbrivervalley.com. Get the home or plot of land you've always wanted. And before we hop back into uh, the outdoors anyway, Let's uh, take a quick peek at the sports calendar for today. Uh, we have got uh, a couple of things going on. We've got uh, Brewers and Pirates playing at 2.30 this afternoon here on WKTY. Uh, they are, uh, that's when the pregame gets underway as the uh, crew tries to make it 
two in a row against the Pirates. Good game last night. A little iffy there at the end, but uh, <laughs> it was uh, it was a good game. No doubt about it. So, yeah, that's going to get underway at 2.30 this afternoon. And that, uh, on our sister station, uh, WIZM, 1410 AM, we've got, uh, starting at 5.30, the Coke 0400 from the folks at the Motor Racing Network. Uh, so baseball will be uh, winding down and auto racing will be winding up. <laughs> so there we go. And then uh, Brewers are back in action tomorrow against the Pirates. Uh, that game starts at uh, 12 noon here on WKTY. So that's uh, a little baseball action for you this weekend. Hopefully, the, man, the crew's been kind of slumping lately here. So let's uh, see if they can get things... Uh, Get things turned around a little bit. That'd be uh, that would be kind of nice. There's no doubt about it. So, but uh, you know, and uh, thinking about putting the show together for today here, and just uh, you know, yeah, the conditions are a little on the the tough side here. Uh, you know, we're dealing with high water and just uh, eh, a little frustrating. Fish maybe be uh, maybe a little hard to find at times. Yeah, it's. I know how that goes here, but, uh, you know, and, and if you think about it too, you know, how many times have you come up with, you know, situations where, you know, nothing is working, you know, you just, you, you dug deep and, you know, everything, all the tried and true methods have failed despite what, you know, seems like decent conditions to catch fish. It happens. Maybe not to you all the time, but yeah, <laughs> been there, done that. Uh, I got more than one t-shirt. So, and, uh, you know, it was thinking about this, like, you know, when it comes to bass, not every one of them is, is caught in the weeds on a scum frog or other top water. Although, you know, a great, a great many are No, if, uh, if your fishing arithmetic just isn't adding up, uh, then it may be time to, to try something a little bit, uh, you know, just, you know, put the, the, the. The, the top waters away and, and put the, you know, just kind of go wacky, you know, just something a little bit different here that, uh, um, and, and again, this is one of my, you know, I was just thinking about this the other day. I'm like, you know, I should have done that the other day when, when I was out and just, I'm like, I didn't have the right stuff with me. And it's like, mm, that would have been, uh, and, and you know, it, it, it kind of, it, it, it you don't really hear a lot about it, you know. It's just it's kind of one of those things that you you know. I don't know you you like I said you dig down deep and you fish around in the toolbox and and ah here's one that I haven't here's a technique I haven't tried for a while so yeah it, 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 you know it, but it does and you know it takes a little practice but um, it's not really that complicated to uh, to use really um, you know put it simply. You know, instead of running the hook through the end of the worm, like, you know, you would if you were going to Carolina rig or Texas rig or something like that. Now, wacky rigging just uh, involves putting the hook, you know, right through the middle of the worm and, and kind of letting the ends dangle off the sides. And that's where, um, I think in a lot of cases, that's where the uh, power, if you will, of this kind of presentation is found. You know, this, the strength anyway, um, it's, it's, you know, and with just a little bit of current, you know, just those, you know, and you don't even really, you can move it. Yeah, no doubt about it, but you know, just, just kind of letting it be there and just letting those little subtle twitches on the ends can, you know, drive even, you know, a, a neutral fish into, uh, into hitting it, you know, and I'm not sure, uh, you know, I, it, I think it kind of imitates maybe, uh, you know, maybe a, a, like a dying minnow floating down to the bottom or, or what, but you know, there are times that thing just gets hammered. Um, you know, other times it just gets you know, kind of pulled away. And if, if that's the case, just, uh, pull in any slack line and, and do a solid hook set. You know, of course, when, you know, the fish hammers the thing, then, a lot of times, uh, you know, they'll, uh, they will set the hook for you. That's, uh, that's a nice thing. Um, you know, and you may have your, your favorite brand, but you know, circle hooks are certainly, um, one of the most 
common types, I should say, used for uh, for wacky rigging. Um, the good thing is, is that you know if the fish you know swallows swallows the lure when it you know it hammers it or whatever, uh, you know you can get it out with minimal or you know a lot of times you know little damage to the fish. Um, most often, though, you're going to end up kind of hooking him in the corner of the mouth. Um, now to uh, to get everything set up, uh, all you really need to do is is you know, bend the worm that you're using in uh, in half, regardless of size. Um, run the hook through the midpoint, and you're set to go. Hmm? See how easy that was. Um, and a lot of guys too will, uh, um, you know, sometimes put a little weight in there as well. You can get little, uh, weights to go with that as well. Um, that certainly will, uh, will help out. Um, one additional tip too, that, uh, um, can save on, you know, replacing worms anyway, at least, you know, at that hook point anyway. Um, if, if you've ever seen like that electrical heat wrap, tubing, you know, just put a little piece over the worm and, and, uh, shrink it down right over that midpoint where you've got it attached to the hook. Um, and you just, you know, shrink it down with a little lighter or match or something, you know, just easy stuff. Um, if you want to try it and, and the, the benefit there anyway, is that it, it gives the worm a little bit more durability, um, you know, and, and keeps it from being torn off the hook. Um, it, you know, it, it may be more effort than it's worth. And it, it's, I'm just throwing it out. There's a little ad- additional tip. Some guys are, uh, uh, you know, into that kind of thing. It's like, oh yeah, that might work. Yeah. Otherwise it's other, it's like, yeah, yeah. Who cares? I can go buy more plastic. So that's it either or, and like I said, I'm just throwing it out there. If you want to be frugal, Go for it. Nothing wrong with that at all. Um, and uh, you do also have a choice, and, and this is probably worth some more effort, um, and you can do it ahead of time, uh, you know, off the water during your uh, your downtime. Um, you don't have to, uh, or I should say, um, is add some weight to your worms for, uh, for wacky rigging. You know, you don't have to. You know, because uh, a lot of times, I, I should say, uh, the natural fall of the worm works well. And again, that it's just a natural, a little more natural presentation. Um, but if you're in a, in a place where maybe there's just a little bit of current or, um, you know, you want to get it back down there, you know, you're working for a, looking for a specific depth, um, you know, there are times having some weight, um, will will help get you you know into the right spot in the water column um maybe keep it from drifting into areas you don't want um give you a little more distance if you're you know pitching into the wind anyway uh long story short um and you've probably got them already at home and you don't have to really do much of anything um is uh flat panel nails pushed into the end of the worm yeah there you go Simple weight right there. And, you know, like I said, you've probably got those those things laying around the house anyway. You know, and you certainly don't need much anyhow, you know. But the uh, that'll do the trick for some weight. And, you know, and, and you know, it, it, it will make a difference, certainly, um, in how that worm will fall with, uh, with and without the weight. You know, there are also specialty weights that you can use with the worm, but... You know, I mentioned frugal a moment ago here, and certainly a uh, nail is just a little bit more frugal of a choice. You know, you've got all those little brads and tacks around the house. You know, use those. You know, not like the thumb tacks, don't get me wrong, but, you know, you've got the little, just drop a little weight in there. Now, of course, uh, kind of overlooked the one thing, or one thing anyway, is what uh, what kind of worm to use. Most often... Uh, the choice is some kind of a Senko. Um, why? Be- because it works. It just uh, kind of got that cigar look. You know, it's it's stubby on the ends. It's not 
doesn't have like the long paddle tail or you know things like that. It's a uh, um, it's a nice thick worm that, despite uh, despite its kind of heavyweight appearance, anyway, has a nice subtle motion as it drops to the bottom. Um, there's a ton of uh, of them out there uh, uh, in different price points, anyway. So. Um, You've got other, you know, Gary Yamamoto is the one I always kind of think of when I think of Senkos anyway, but yeah, they're kind of pricey. So, uh, but there are other Senko types out there or stick type baits out there. Um, how, you know, it, it, and, and that's certainly one option, but certainly don't, you know, limit yourself. Uh, don't be afraid to try other types of plastic worms as well. Um, they certainly, you know, obviously, as we all know, come in different sizes, uh, shape, short, long, what have you, uh, obviously colors. Um, you know, even plastic minnow imitations can work if you, uh, if you wacky, if you wacky rig them, um, they just, uh, they give a completely different sense of movement than say rigged with a, a jig head. Now, um, yeah, a m- moment ago, I just, I mentioned color here too. Uh, they're certainly up, you know, obviously up to you and, and certainly they will, uh, the fish will kind of dictate what they're after, but, um, I think if you know, starting out anyway, um, I was going to recommend you know more natural colors, you know greens, browns, darker colors. Um, although, uh, and and that's certainly what you see a lot of. But you know, with the water conditions a little murky and things like that, eh, maybe something with a little a little color, you know, a little fleck in it or something like that that's going to catch the. Uh, any kind of sunlight penetration in the water there. Um, they just, uh, they just kind of appear more natural, uh, to, uh, to fish. Um, now before I kind of move into, you know, where to use a wacky rig, just, a kind of a, a little step back here as far as, uh, as far as tackle goes. The cool thing is that, you know, you don't really have to have anything extra special other than what you probably already have. Um, the worm sort of being the exception, of course, if you, you know, want to get some Senkos or whatnot. But, hey, again, like I said, you don't necessarily need to do that. You've got other plastics, I'm sure, that will, uh, that will yeah, worth a try anyway. Um, really, you know, you, you just want a nice medium action rod with a, a little lighter tip, six and a half, seven feet long. Um, excuse me. Uh, either a... Uh, um, Either spinner or bait caster doesn't matter. Um, you know, depending on the conditions, eight to fifteen pound test will work. Uh, will work fine. But you know, something sensitive enough to uh, to feel the pull of the bite, um, but certainly something stout enough to uh, give you that good hook set and just you know, force those fish in sometimes uh, when they, uh, especially if they hammer it and you know you're working weeds and things like that. Yeah, you, um, you know, and. The other thing too is, besides the simplicity of the wacky rig, it is versatile. Um, it can help you thoroughly cover an area. Um, you know, when you're moving the rig around, there is more resistance and turbulence caused by the rigging, so you know, it won't move quite as far as other setups. Um, you know, once it hits the water after the cast, just you know, shake it slightly or maybe a little more vigorously and whatever situations, you know, as it falls, um, let it get down to the bottom there. Uh, and assuming it hasn't been hit on the way down, um, you know, maybe pick it up a foot or two off the bottom and, and, you know, let it fall again. Um, certainly, uh, not that complicated anyway, not be a bad, you know, it might not be a bad way to, to kind of, you know, certainly someone, a younger person who's maybe doing a little, you know, it's a little more advanced technique that, uh, um, isn't that complicated to use. So, um, but again, you know, it, it can work in several different situations. Uh, good ones, certainly over weed beds, uh, you know, dropping down through the holes to, to bass waiting to ambush their prey. Um, you know, a variation on the weed location is to cast it on top of some lily pads, um, Kind of like, you know, almost like a topwater, yeah. And then just, uh, you know, pull it off gently uh, so it just kind of plops into the water and let it drop down. 
this could also work too if you know you're casting under trees or even docks that uh that falling worm can kind of simulate a terrestrial that's fallen into the water and uh, is just going to the bottom. You know, may need to kind of slingshot that uh, rig under the tree or dock, but it uh, certainly could work. Uh, you know, outside grass lines, rock walls, uh, wherever fish are spawning or have moved to in a uh, pre-spawn, post-spawn situation, you know, depending on the body of water that you happen to be fishing, you know, they're great places for a, a wacky rigged soft plastic, um, especially in the uh, you know, and and we're kind of in that mode right now where the 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 bass are kind of pre-spawning and uh, getting ready to do their thing. But once that bass bite, uh, bass spawn, I should say, is uh, is finished up, you know, the bass do kind of get a little lethargic and and don't want to uh, you know chase bait. Um, but something, you know, gently falling and, and, you know, going to the bottom and maybe picking it, you know, just, you know, it's not a, a, a real aggressive thing. And it, it just kind of, you know, matches what uh, the mood of the fish maybe is a little bit. You know, they don't, like I said, they don't want to chase a date bait, you know. So maybe, you know, scale down with a wacky worm will, uh, you know, help produce some strikes for you. Um Certainly, it will uh, it will work. Uh, open water too. Uh, you know, if the fish are suspended, um, locate the correct depth that uh, that they're at. Then just uh, you know, as that rig falls, just you know, shake it a little bit just to get a little bit of motion in there. Just to, something to get those uh, the ends of those uh, ends of those uh, that plastic, I should say, uh, uh, twitching in that. And again, it just provides a different motion than what you normally think of in terms of a plastic. So, uh, and, and that's certainly something that you know, I don't think the fish necessarily see an awful lot. So, uh, and it will, uh, just that, that little twitch motion and that drop and everything just kind of all puts together there that, uh, uh, certainly a lot of times you're going to trigger fish. So that is, uh, kind of a, a look here this morning. And it's again, something, you know, this is, we're, this is a good time of year to be thinking about doing that. Um, and, and give that a try. It is 843. I'll take a short break and come back with more WKTY Outdoors in just a couple of moments. Stick around. We'll be back in just a couple of seconds here on WKTY 96.7 FM, 580 AM. the stories of the hot spots where the fish are biting and you're thinking can my old boat motor get me there here's a solution for that a new bennington pontoon that's powered by a new yamaha four-stroke outboard available at powerhouse marine not only will this provide you with a way to get you to the hot spot but you can also enjoy the day on the river with your family doing some great sightseeing or if you're more a fishing boat kind of guy how about a new low fishing boat with a yamaha outboard a new low boat is great Great for not only fishing, but also pulling water skiers. Nobody knows boats and pontoons in this area like the guys at Powerhouse Marine. Plus, to help you find your own hot spots, check the different Hummingbird Helix fish finders also available. Maybe you just need a new trolling motor. Powerhouse Marine has a great selection of new Minn Kota trolling motors. So whether you're looking for a new pontoon like a Bennington or a new low fishing skiing boat, check with Powerhouse Marine and get to your hot spot. What looks better? Blue shirt or green? Ooh, your fancy shirts. You taking me on a date? Darn tootin' to Roscoe's Live Bait. What? It's a special occasion. Gotta tell them how you caught more fish than me. Their advice paid off, and uh, I need to stock up on a few things that fell in the water. You mean that you kicked in the water? Moral of the story, not only is she better looking, but she catches more fish than you. Roscoe's Live Bait in Toma is your fishing knowledge destination. Roscoe's, it's where everyone goes. When I grow up, I want to be a new pair of blue jeans. When I grow up, I want to be a kid's first computer. I want to be a bike that races around the country. I want to be a bench on a forest trail. When I grow up, I don't want to be a piece of garbage. And if you recycle me, I won't be. Give your garbage another life. Recycle. Learn how at IWantToBeRecycled.org. Brought to you by Keep America Beautiful and the Ad Council. 
WKTY Outdoors brought to you by Roscoe's Live Bait, your hometown bait shop on Arthur Street in Toma. WKTY 96.7 FM, 580 AM. Welcome back to WKTY Outdoors, brought to you by Tony Ryerson at tryerson.cbrivervalley.com. Get the home or plot of land you've always wanted. And, oh man, um, yeah, you, you just, you know, some news and notes here. Might as well get the, uh, the fun stuff and interesting stories out of the, okay, you know, it, and you can certainly make a lot of jokes about uh, tackle, at, uh, et cetera. <laughs> uh, but a, a Twin Cities area man is facing charges after he was arrested for fishing naked in west central Minnesota. Uh, this was in Otter Tail County. Uh, Sheriff's Lieutenant Keith Van Dyke said deputies received a call July 1st from people living on North Turtle Lake that uh, 59-year-old Michael Blake was fishing naked from his pontoon boat about 50 feet from shore. Okay. Uh, Van Dyke said summer homes line the lake, but Blake of uh, Brooklyn Center uh, told responding deputies he didn't think anyone was around, so fishing naked wouldn't be a problem. Uh, Blake or Van Dyke said Blake has been charged with uh, gross demeanor, misdemeanor, uh, indecent exposure. Uh, a number of, uh, yeah, <laughs> just like, yeah, um, kind of like the, the 911 call. Yeah. Hi, uh, sheriff's, yeah, there's a naked man fishing on the lake. <laughs> oh boy. It's like, yeah, that's, and like I said, you can. I'll just kind of let your imagination, you just let your imagination, it's like, yeah, you can, it's like, <laughs> you can go uh, in a lot of different places there. Yeah, uh, this, uh, and certainly from uh, reading some of the comments on social media, yeah, it's, uh, <sighs> you know, I, you just kind of wonder what uh, what gets into people sometimes. Anyway, yeah, I, I, I don't, I don't know. Um, changing subjects to a, a topic that also is a little uncomfortable. I, I know for a lot of people, I'm included in that because I just don't like snakes. But uh, Wisconsin DNR scientists are searching for sick snakes. Uh, agency biologists are looking for snakes infected with. Snake fungal disease, or SFD, um, the uh, the disease has the potential to devastate snake populations because it prevents snakes from effectively feeding and drinking and causes extended basking periods, uh, leaving snakes more vulnerable to predators. Uh, and it's it, it's affected the the population around here anyway. Um, it's been and and I didn't know this until I read the article the other day. Uh, that uh, that this is present here in uh, counties around our area, including uh, Buffalo, Crawford, uh, Grant, La Crosse, and uh, and Trempolo counties, uh, and it's been around since uh, it's been confirmed anyway since uh, 2011. Um, and actually, uh, DNR biologists are, are literally turning over rocks and logs in an effort to find infected snakes to. Uh, uh, help put together a more complete map of confirmed cases. And this is the part that, you know, <laughs> like, yeah. Uh, uh, DNR officials are encouraging anyone who sees a wild snake to send photos to the agency uh, and report any snakes with unusual lumps, lesions, or scabs. And, you know, certainly want to help out, uh, that would be a, uh, you know, a good thing to do, but... I just, I, I don't know if I'm going to get close enough to uh, a snake to get a picture of it. Um, that one, uh, that might, that might be a challenge for, uh, for, for some folks. Just do not, just do not like snakes. 
especially when you almost step on them when you're going trout fishing. And like, ah, probably scared the snake too, for that matter. But he's a big old guy come trucking through and almost stepping on and like, but no, <laughs> it's just, it's going to be, uh, I'm, I'm going to need my good camera and I'm going to need probably my longest lens because I'll be a long, goodly distance away to get a picture of that snake. So, ah, and, uh, on a more positive note anyway, um, the, uh, Whitewater State Park, if you've had a chance to visit there, beautiful park, beautiful area. Um, and, uh, looking here from the Minnesota DNR that, uh, you know, a century ago in 1919, uh, as Congress established the Grand Canyon as a national park, uh, same time, the Minnesota legislature appropriated $10,000, which if you think about it back then, that was, you know, in 1919 money, that's a good chunk of change. Uh, they bought uh, 240 acres in Winona County to be, do, to be preserved as a, uh, a state park. And uh, it's grown about, uh, better than tenfold, elevenfold by about uh, now. They've got... Uh, uh, the park encompasses 2,700 acres of wooded ravines and limestone bluffs, um, and certainly uh, uh, it rises above the river that uh, is uh, its namesake river anyway, the Whitewater, uh, just teeming with trout. Um, but yeah, they're having a, a party next Saturday, as a matter of fact, uh, to uh, uh, celebrate the popular park. The Minnesota DNR is uh, going to have some special history programs, uh, and, and a bunch of things, but, uh, yeah, next Saturday, uh, they're going to be, uh, having a, a centennial picnic with a sing-along featuring Grammy award-winning, uh, the Grammy award-winning Okie Dokie Brothers. And the concert runs from noon until two is free and no park entrance fees will be charged that day. So if you're in the neighborhood swinging on, it sounds like it'd be a, a real fun time. Um, but yeah, uh, it's, uh, um, they actually, uh, they see about a quarter million visitors each year in that park, uh, with about 50,000 of them staying overnight, uh, at one of the park's campsites, uh, or camper cabins. Um, but you know, there's certainly plenty of activities there, you know, fishing for trout, certainly, uh, beach, uh, visitor center, hiking trails, um, and in the wintertime, I know they it's very popular for cross-country skiing and snowshoeing. So, uh, And I guess I didn't realize this, um, that uh, uh, over the, the course of a year anyway, there's like 50 different kinds of mammals and 250 species of birds uh, use the Whitewater River Valley. Um, and, of course, that includes uh, uh, ever-present bald eagles, wild turkeys, and I'm sure there's deer and squirrels and all that stuff. So that's, uh, that's pretty cool. So if, uh, if you're looking for uh, a little, you know, outdoor activity next Saturday from, uh, from noon to two, they got the, uh, concert going on and check it out. It is uh, now eight fifty four. coming up on eight fifty five. take a last break and then come back with more WKTY outdoors on WKTY 96, seven FM five eighty AM. What looks better, blue shirt or green? Ooh, your fancy shirts. You taking me on a date? Darn tootin' to Roscoe's Live Bait. What? It's a special occasion. Gotta tell them how you caught more fish than me. Their advice paid off, and uh, I need to stock up on a few things that fell in the water. You mean that you kicked in the water? Moral of the story, not only is she better looking, but she catches more fish than you. Roscoe's Live Bait in Toma is your fishing knowledge destination. Roscoe's, it's where everyone goes. Despite a winter that lingered longer than average, anglers in the Badger State are finding good to excellent conditions on most rivers and lakes. For the diehard to the novice, it's important to have the right gear. At Ace of Lacrosse, you can find everything you need. Rods, reels, baits, lures, licenses, and advice. The people at Sportland at Ace love the sport and can help you find just the right spot. Stop by, visit with the folks at Ace. Before you know it, you could be reeling in the big one. Ace Hardware on Mormon Cooley Road. WKTY Outdoors brought to you by Roscoe's Live Bait, your hometown bait shop on Arthur Street in Toma. 
Megan and Andrew's parents would say they're adventurous. Their friends described them as athletic, and you might think them outdoorsy. When the Clayson team met them, it was to test drive four vehicles so they could drive home the one that was athletic, adventurous, and outdoorsy. Customers love Clayson. You'll love them too. Experience the difference at ClaysonBuickGMC.com, where new and used vehicles are updated daily. I'm Tom. At the end of the day, we really like our customers. We're kind of weird that way. Nobody covers high school sports in the Cooley region like WKTY. And that's it. The Aquinas Blue Golds have won the state championship for the second consecutive year. They finish off the season 27-1, and they are going to hold that gold ball high once again in just a matter of minutes. From the first game of the season to the state championship, WKTY covers your favorite high school teams. Covering high school sports in the Cooley region since 1948. Your station for sports is WKTY, 96.7 FM, 580 AM. If you like to talk smack, then don't miss the Jim Rome Show. That didn't go over too well. So yeah, I got two cats. Cody the Ragdoll, cat man, he, he is awesome. Unbelievable cat. Smartest cat, best looking cat, most arrogant cat. I mean, the cat, this cat is so arrogant. How do I describe an arrogant cat? I don't know, I love the cat. I tell him so, and he just looks at me like, yo man, feed me. Yo, man, clean out my box. Yo, what are you looking at? Yeah, that's what I thought. Get me some food. It's Cody the Ragdoll Cat. wonder how he knew that. I did put up a picture, I think, once on Instagram. All right, Derek Dietrich. Not only a masher, but a cat guy. Yeah, I'm not going to apologize for it. I'll admit it, man. I love that cat. He hates my guts, but I love that cat. Don't miss the Jim Rome Show weekdays from 2 to 5 on WKTY. WKTY, 96.7 FM, 580 AM. Welcome back to WKTY Outdoors, brought to you by Tony Ryerson at tryerson.cbrivervalley.com. Get the home or plot of land you've always wanted. And certainly the uh, also mentioned the uh, condition report uh, brought to you by Roscoe's Live Bait in Toma. And the Hotspot Report brought to you by the good folks over at Powerhouse Marine. Stop by and uh, check them out. Okay, got a few minutes uh, left to go in the program here for this morning, too. Uh, talking about the events over at uh, Whitewater, uh, certainly next weekend as well. You don't want to miss out here. Uh, a little closer home up on the north side at uh, Veterans Freedom Park, West Copeland Park, the uh, annual Youth Outdoor Fest, which uh, is going to be a, a great time for uh, for the kids. I think the adults will have a little fun there, too. There are all sorts of things going on. Uh, lots of different activities, um, and everything is free. So that's uh, that's a cool thing. And try out, and try out the kayaks. You know, There'll be fish identification and archery and... All sorts of things going on out there. That'll be a uh, that'll be a blast, and uh, everything looking good for uh, for next weekend as far as the uh, the weather goes. So, you know, keep your fingers crossed. It'll be a be a great weekend. So, and that's gonna again run from uh, from ten until two. Uh, again, up at uh, Veterans Freedom Park, West Copeland Park. You know, the boat landing and everything right in there. So, stop on up and and check that out. Like I said, it's a, a great opportunity to. You know, get the kids outside and get them a chance to, you know, expose them to some, maybe some new things that they've never tried before. And that certainly, uh, certainly will be of benefit. Hey, I got to run. We'll see you next Saturday with another edition of WKTY Outdoors. Have a great weekend. Western Wisconsin Sports League. Touchdown! WKTY Lacrosse, 96.7 FM, 580 AM. And